please join in singing our entrance hymn in your order of service, How Great Thou Art. Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The Lord be with you. A warm welcome to Morning Mass here at St. Bride's Church in Canvas Lang, which is, of course, the funeral mass for the repose of the soul of David Kyle. Welcome to son David and daughter Denise and Jamie and Blair. Welcome to Emma and Alexandra and Brenna and Liam and Catherine and Kevin and all of their nephews and nieces. United with us but unable to be present, Jerry, Julia, <coughs> Hannah, Isaiah, Braden, uh, Declan, Mason, Paul and, Paula and Logan. Welcome, of course, to all family who are here, all family friends too. David's death has come uh, very suddenly and unexpectedly. Death comes, as the scriptures very often tell us, like a thief in the night. And so it's been uh, for David. Today uh, we gather here in this church to thank God for David's generous and good life, his life which has been a blessing to his family and to his friends, for he was a most generous and kind man in so many ways. To begin the Mass and to offer the Mass more worthily, we first call to mind our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned. In my thoughts and in my words, what I have done, what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever Virgin, 
all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pay for me to the Lord our God. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. O God, Almighty Father, our faith professes that your Son died and rose again. Mercifully grant that through this mystery, your servant David, who has fallen asleep in Christ, may rejoice to rise again through him, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. Amen. Please be seated. A reading from the Book of Wisdom. The souls of the virtuous are in the hands of God. No torment shall ever touch them. In the eyes of the unwise, they did appear to die. Their going looked like a disaster. They are leaving us like annihilation. But they are in peace. If they experience punishment as men see it, their hope was rich with immortality. Slight was their affliction. Great will their blessings be. God has put them to the test and proved them worthy to be with him. He has tested them like gold in a furnace and accepted them as a holocaust. When the time comes for his visitation, they will shine out as sparks run through the stubble, so they will say. They shall judge nations, rule over peoples, and the Lord will be their king forever. They who trust in him will understand the truth. Those who are faithful will live with him in love, for grace and mercy await those he has chosen. The word of the Lord. Before the end. 
all the kings of the earth shall thank you when they hear the words of your mouth they shall sing of the ways of the lord how great is the glory of the Before the angels I will bless you O Lord A reading from the second letter of St Paul to the Corinthians We know that when the tent that we live in on earth is folded up there is a house built for us by God an everlasting home not made by human hands in the heavens. We are always full of confidence. Then when we remember that to live in the body means to be exiled from the Lord, going as we do by faith and not by sight, we are full of confidence. I say and actually want to be exiled from the body and make our home with the Lord. Whether we are living in the body or exiled from it, we are intent on pleasing him. For all the truth about us will be brought out in the law court of Christ. And each of us will get what he deserves for the things he did in the body, good or bad. The word of the Lord. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. And Jesus said to his disciples, Do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God still and trust in me. There are many rooms in my Father's house. If there were not, I should have told you. I am going now to prepare a place for you. And after I have gone and prepared your place... I shall return to take you with me, so that where I am, you may be too. You know the way to the place where I am going. And Thomas said, Lord, we do not know where you're going, so how can we know the way? And Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. The Gospel of the Lord.
the family will easily recall that Mrs. Kyle, uh, David's mum, lived to be over 100 years of age. She was an exceptional woman in many ways, very kind and very warm-hearted. She lived to see her 100th year, of course, uh, and in a short space of time after, her health declined and then the Lord called her home. She always used to say to me that she never expected to live such a long life. She was conscious of outliving the people that she knew, family and friends. But she was very grateful to have a long life and to see so many different things, her own children up, grandchildren and great-grandchildren, and I suppose she would have been delighted also to see great-great-grandchildren as well too along the way. None of us could have ever imagined that we would be here so soon after Mrs. Kyle's death. First of all for Louise's funeral and now for David's. It's strange to think that Mrs. Kyle lived such a long life and David and Louise and Beth and Robert's life seems so short by comparison. As mentioned yesterday evening, the news of David's death has come as a great shock. It was the last thing that we expected to hear. Nothing to warn us, nothing to alarm us. Everything was as usual. A few days before he died, I met him in the main street. Most days he was here at Mass. When he wasn't, he would often warn me that he would be away or to be at another church. Over the weekend, he might have been at Helensborough, and he would tell me that he would be at Mass there and the church there, and he would give me a greeting when he returned from the priest that was there. Like the family and friends, I myself have been very shocked when I received a message from Kevin that David had passed away. If God called him away at an unexpected moment, I want you to know that in his faith, he was well prepared for what was to come. At the crematorium today, a family member will offer a tribute to David's life, and you'll hear how varied that life was. He was born on the 5th of November 1946, grew up, of course, here in Scotland. Parents, Robert and Louise, brother Robert and sisters Beth, Louise and Catherine. As a youngster, he worked uh, and trained as a butcher when he actually should have been at school. He joined the Merchant Navy and worked as a cook there. Returning from the Navy, he worked at the Hoover plant here in the town. And then, of course, he had his own butcher shop in the main street. He married Betty and, of course, uh, three children, David and Denise, and Jerry. Family moved to Livingston and then in 1987 they all moved to Canada. David returned home to Scotland two years after Betty's death. He'd been 20 years in Canada. He was a great help to his mum as she aged and needed more support and care. Loved his parents, loved his brother and sisters, loved his wife Betty his children, his grandchildren and great-grandchildren. In the course of his life, he did so many things. He crammed so many things in. 
In nature, he was a very generous person and optimistic person as well. Loved to sing, to dance, and even whistle as well, even when it was out of tune. Loved his cars. I used to tease him about his most recent sporty car, a boy racer. He was reliving his youth, I said. I have to tell you, though, that I was never really sure of his sense of direction. On one occasion, I asked him to take a friend to Glasgow Airport, and before you knew it, he was on his way to Edinburgh. (laughs) At the funeral mass today, we have heard about the moment of our death, described by St Paul in that reading, like the taking down of a tent, rolling up and packing it away, exchanging it for a new home in the heavens. It's like moving house in a way, moving from something good to something even better. It's a great image, and the Gospel itself also speaks of this very home itself, which is full of rooms, rooms aplenty, and rooms enough for everyone, no shortage of rooms, and a place where God wants all of us to be. These words today come to us as consolation. There is a destination for us all. There is a road in which all our roads lead. And at the end, it's not a dead end, but a place where all our strivings lead, to the Father's home in which there's peace, love, light, the grace of God, we're all reunited at the same table. David himself lived with that great light that lit up his own road and his own journey through life. This was the road that he was travelling on, and this was the destination and the end of the journey that he was sure to reach. Over the time in which I've been here at St Bride's, I've got to know David well, and I knew him very well through the many conversations that we had together. I saw for myself his great kindness and the attention that he showed to his elderly mother. He was a great support to her. I know that he travelled regularly to see the family and kept in close contact with them, and he was both delighted and proud to see what they themselves had done and had done so well in life. Both he and, of course, Betty were very proud of them all. He was a very kind man. He set aside money for help for people less well-off than himself. Last winter, he brought me coats that he wasn't using for people who didn't have any in this area. Recently, he bought, or he brought a hoover to our own house for use around the church. And recently, he brought a large tin of money that he'd been collecting for people less well-off than himself, £200. He was that kind of man, always thinking of others, always thinking of those that were less well-off than himself. He had a nice, gentle, easy manner, was kind in his words and in his actions and in his judgments. I know that he was greatly loved by the family, and by the extended family, and all the people that knew him in his life, people here in the parish, and me also, who was his priest over these years. He had a great zest for life too, 
was cheerful, interested in many things, and did many things and achieved many things in his life. I think of those early days, working from an early age, training, going to sea, later emigrating, and then at another stage coming back here to make a life again for himself. This is a man who had great energy and great drive. Today at Mass we commend him to the Lord, whom we know is full of compassion, mercy and love for all of us, who, as the Gospel reminds us, wants to be where he is. We take comfort in that feeling that he is there with those that he loved, with his parents, with his wife, with his brother, with his sisters, and all those that he loved. At peace and blessed by God. He has indeed reached that destination, which throughout his life he was always travelling towards. We are indeed thankful for his good and kind life. We come now to the offertory of today's Mass. I invite you to sing the offertory hymn. We now join in singing, I Watch the Sunrise. Brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. 
as we humbly present to you these sacrificial offerings, O Lord, for the salvation of your servant. We beseech your mercy that he who did not doubt your Son to be a loving Saviour may find in him a most merciful judge. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Amen. Lift up your hearts. Amen. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. Amen. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For even though by our own fault we perish, yet by your compassion and your grace, when seized by death according to our sins, we are redeemed through Christ's great victory and with him called back into life. And so with the powers of heaven, we worship you constantly in the earth, and before you without end we acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the earth. Blessed is the you come in the name of the Lord. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them at fall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. The time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion. He took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more, giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held as worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world, bring her to the fullness of charity together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember your servant David, whom you have called from this world to yourself. Grant that he who was united with your son in a death like his may also be one with him in his resurrection. And remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, our spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be coerced to eternal life, and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, and with him, and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours forever and ever. We stand. We pray together in the words that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, 
Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you, look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. Peace of the Lord be with you always. Amen. And now let's offer one another a sign of peace and friendship. Lamb of God. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. come forward for communion. Uh, if you feel unable to come uh, to communion, then just to put your hand on your breast uh, to receive a blessing. Uh, but if you don't want to receive a communion or blessing, just to remain uh, seated. We now join in singing our communion hymn, The Old Rugged Cross.
join in singing our communion reflection, Yahweh, I know you are near. Standing always at 
Let us pray. Lord God, whose Son left us in the sacrament of his body, food for the journey, mercifully grant that strengthened by it, our dear brother David may come to the eternal table of Christ, who lives and reigns for ever and ever. Please join in singing our final hymn, Walk With Me.
Just as you come through. 